Welcome. This is the Epic Personal Trainer Podcast, the show that helps new personal trainers plan, build, and grow an epic personal training business. So how do you become epic? Well, E is for Envision. This is the planning stage of your business. Then you're going to create your product, which is P. Throughout this, you can work on I, which is informing as many people as possible about how you can help them. And finally, we have C, which is for Connect. Connecting with your audience in a meaningful way, which will help make sure they buy, get results, and stay with you for the long run. Hi there, Mark here, and you are tuning in to session number 26 of the Epic Personal Trainer podcast. So, common personal trainer mistakes. Well, there's so many uh, potentials for a list like this, uh, but I'm going to list a few where I, I can really speak from experience. You know, these are mistakes I know I've made in the past, but also ones I still see many trainers making today. And how do I know? Well, I see these trainers in interviews quite a lot. Uh, I see them when they ask me questions and most of the time the mistakes they're making does fall into one of these areas. So let's get started. All right. So the first mistake I see many trainers make is they are not learning enough. You know, most personal trainers only start a career uh, once they've passed or at least enrolled on a course to become certified. And that's a smart move. You know, you should have that piece of paper as it shows you take your profession seriously. It shows that you're an actual fitness professional. Uh, and it shows that, you know, at le least the basics of what is needed to perform the job to a minimum satisfactory level. But in all honesty, uh, a course doesn't really give you enough to prepare you for the actual day-to-day -day of being a personal trainer. And I've talked a lot about this in the past. And courses, you know, they do miss out on so much of what can make a good trainer. So courses don't cover enough on mindset, if you ask me, or behavior change, which is what's going to get you much of the results with all of your clients. You know, yes, they may cover a little bit of theory, you know, like the trans-theoretical model or self-efficacy, but there's not any real-world application taught with it to really help trainers with real clients. Another example is very few courses also teach trainers how to properly program. You know, in interviews, when we have a trainer write a program, uh, they do it for a hypothetical client, which changes from time to time. But no matter who the client is, the programs are basically the same. You know, it's generally going to be a five or six day split of body parts. You know, this, this is not a good program. All right. So there's two points quickly already, and there are more, but my point here being about trainers, not learning enough is that first you're going to need to learn some more to fill the knowledge gaps that are left over from your courses. They don't cover everything. And although I feel they could do better, they can't cover everything. It's impossible. All right. And next up, you're going to need to learn a wider variety of things to open your mind with, and to learn to think about things in a slightly different way too. You know, keep in mind that passing your course is the beginning of your journey. It's not the end. And just because you're now good enough to be let loose on the public doesn't mean that you have everything that you need. Not just yet anyway. So keep learning, either through workshops or seminars or even better, you know, a mentorship. Keep up the knowledge, keep up your motivation and keep the level of service and skills that you can use to benefit your clients. And it's also a great way to add some value and charge more in the long run. So if for no other reason, do it for the money. 
All right. So next up on the list of you know common mistakes that new personal trainers make is not engaging enough with your ideal or potential clients. You know, you see this all the time, especially in gyms where a new personal trainer is maybe really shy and avoids the gym floor. Or on the flip side, you get the arrogant trainer that thinks getting on the gym floor is beneath them and they'll just try and chill all day in the trainer's cabin thinking that clients will come to them. Now, neither of these is a good way to go. You know, at Invictus, our whole business is built on engagement. It's why we have half our members involved with personal training and our retention is like seriously high. You know, everything we do is to try and create engagement points between trainers and members. And that includes general and personal training members. And it starts with gym tours, how we do free trials, uh, how we do general training. But the more engagement we have between our team and our members, the better our business gets without fail. So as a trainer, no matter what type of trainer you are, or where you train people, start to engage with your ideal clients or your potential clients a lot more. In a gym, this is easy. You get on the gym floor. You try to speak to as many people as possible with the intention of just helping them. You try to get as many tours as possible. You do as many free body assessments as possible or, you know, whatever your gym offers, they generally offer one or two things, especially for new members. Look for as many ways as possible, every opportunity that you can to get in front of people so you can add value and help them. Now, even if you're freelance or even if you're online, you still need the same approach. You know, where are your people either online or offline? Where can you find them? Where can you reach out to them? Where can you start to engage with them? No bad can come from this. I promise you, you will become known in the right circles you want to be known in. And even if people do not hire you right at the beginning, you are in their world and hopefully they will enter yours. Now you may not be the trainer they hire, but you may become the trainer that they recommend. Doors can open and opportunities can arise. But first you have to reach out and engage and serve these people without expectations. Engagement is the key that will unlock all the possibilities and help you fill your calendar quickly and not just quickly, but with the right people as well. Now. The third point on today's list is jumping into freelance too early. Okay. A short while back, I recorded a session on generalizing versus specializing as a personal trainer when you're starting off. And one of the questions that's included in this session is, should you start off employed or freelance? Uh, I think it's session number three. So go and check that out. Now, my general recommendation for trainers starting out is to be an employed trainer, uh, just to begin with at least. And, you know, in session number three, I do go into all the reasons for this. So I'm not going to go into that today, but I do know most trainers don't want to be in that kind of situation, employed situation for long and would much prefer to be freelance. And I can understand why, you know, freelance is very attractive to trainers. I mean, the big mean gym isn't taking a percentage of your session fees. You can be more flexible with your timings, charge what you want and a whole bunch of other things. But what I see almost on a daily basis is trainers that made the jump too early from employed to freelance. You know, half the people we interview are freelance trainers wanting to return to an employed position because they couldn't make it work as a freelancer. Not because they weren't good enough. It's because they didn't take the time to learn the skills they needed to be a freelance uh, trainer and make a freelance career work for them. Basically, they couldn't get enough clients. Maybe they undercharged their services or, or gave away too much as discounts. 
what they didn't know was how to market themselves or reach the people they really wanted to train. They failed to set boundaries that made their effectively hourly rate, you know, almost nothing. What they forgot about is all the areas that the gym used to work for them. They forgot, you know, to learn how to do it for themselves, you know, getting clients, selling packages, setting boundaries, even taking care of taxes and, and all the things like that, that the gym used to do. You now have to do as a freelancer. You have to learn these things to be a successful freelance trainer and not many trainers have the skills to do it right out the door. And, and again, your course doesn't take you through the ins and outs of being a freelance trainer. That isn't what they're there for. So where are you going to learn this? Well, going back to the first point, you keep learning. You learn on the job, you take some courses, a webinar, or you even join a special personal trainer business community like my Epic community. Nice plug, right? Now that leads us into the final point. Okay. And trainers employed or freelance, they don't treat their business like a business. All right. Now, maybe you think you don't need to, if you are employed in a gym, but trust me, you should, because the way that most gyms are set up, you really are trying to run your own business within the business of a gym. Anyway, you have to get your clients, take care of them, keep them accountable. You have to help them get results just in the same way as if you were a freelance trainer. If you go to the gym every day with that kind of mindset, then you will give yourself a far better chance of success. And if you are a freelance trainer, then it's kind of essential to your business. But what do I mean then by business and business skills? Well, let's go through things in a bit of a logical order. As a trainer to build a business, the first thing you're going to need is some clients. So how do you get them? Well, first you need to know who they are. You need to know how to find them. And then you need to know how you can appeal to them so that they might hire you. So this is starting off with knowing your ideal client and then performing your marketing. By knowing the who, you can find out where they are and then you can use paid or non-paid ways to reach and talk with them. You know, that's your marketing. Once you have someone interested, what is your client journey? What is the repeatable process or system that you will take them through so that you can get results time and time again. And, you know, as a trainer, you can deliver on what you've promised. When you have this happy client, how can you use that experience, their experience to help grow your business, either through, you know, referrals or using testimonials? You see, there is a very easy and logical way to go through what your business needs. And maybe there is a little bit more to it than this, but by keeping it simple, you can do big things as a trainer. It's just that you're not taught this in courses and it's not really ever mentioned to anyone just as you're starting out. But if you are a trainer just starting out, then this can really give you an advantage and you know what to do and how to do it. Did you know that pretty much half of all new personal trainers have quit within the first year of being a trainer? These are fully certified trainers and I'm betting that they didn't do it due to a lack of exercise knowledge. They didn't quit due to poor work ethic. Well, maybe some of them, but these new personal trainers are quitting because they couldn't make it work as a business. They couldn't earn enough money in those early days. And that's fully understandable considering the training that's on offer. You know, I think I almost quit three times, four times, you know, because I was struggling and it's something that many trainers go through before they reach success, but a lot do drop off and it doesn't have to be that way. So here's what I suggest. Join the 100% free Epic community where you can at least be a part of a community of personal trainers 
that are focused on building their business. Being a personal trainer can be very lonely at times as well. So by getting online and having access to other like-minded trainers, it can be an invaluable tool for new personal trainers to clear any doubts that you might have. You can ask questions of more experienced trainers that can help you get some great ideas and help you grow your business. Go out there and learn new things and do your best not to fall into that 50% of new trainers that fail within their first year. You can go register for free now at www.epicpersonaltrainer.com forward slash community and get yourself on the free forever plan and get yourself started. All right. So that's it from me this week. As always, I hope it was useful. And if you could do me a solid and just share this session with just one person, one trainer, one teammate, batchmate or friend that you might have, I really would appreciate it. Uh, you know, growing the show is the best way to reach and help as many trainers as possible. Thanks again, and I will see you next week.